ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, I am the Average Joe. I'm the Average Joe Boo! And with us today is the Average Jayco. And this is Average Joe's Media. Presents the podcast. Things you think you don't care don't about. Care about. That's fair. I've heard about it. It's in the game. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. We would like to thank our guest here today, John Jacobus. Uh, John has a new venture that uh, that he started uh, what a couple years ago, right? May two, 2017. May 2017. Yep. Happy belated uh, birthday. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I appreciate that. I believe it's called the Gingrich Group. Yep. G I N G R I C H. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Um, Gingrich Group. We sell real estate. It's um, when I say we, that's me. Um, and starting 2017, I'm a real estate brokerage for residential real estate. Um, looking to grow the brokerage and, and see where we can go. What I'm hearing is he's a hustler. Well, I, I'm hearing that I'm hearing that everybody needs him right now. <laughs> I know I do. I'm hearing that anytime you're in the market for a house, whether it's rent or buy or anything, you need somebody to find one for you. You know what? You need a friend. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? You ain't never had a friend like John. I got a friend in John. That's right. Yeah, we do. So, uh, so what what big things are, are you uh, aspiring towards? What are, what what things are coming up for the Gingrich Group? First of all, that was impressive. I think I should hire you guys. Uh, every time I am about to walk into a listing presentation, I'm just going to send y'all in first. Y'all can do whatever y'all just did, and I've got a leg up. I'm That's sure, I'm sure we can uh, replicate that. Yes, yeah. we, we can make that happen for you. Yeah. All right. I mean, Perfect. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> Shout out to our newest sponsor, Gingrich Group. Gingrich Group. The Gingrich Group. Right. I think uh, I think a patch on the shirt, on the new yes, shirt or something I, I'm like that. I'm liking that. that. I'm maybe, liking uh, that. What's the, what's maybe fund them or something. What's the cost going to be to sponsor an episode? What's that? We're going we're gonna to give you We're going to give you a Give discount. me y'all's best deal. Yeah, y'all's yeah, best okay. deal y'all can get. Well, we'll have to workshop that because that's the first <laughs> question anyone has ever asked us about that. So. We will get back to you on it. We will postpone You're a natural. Just asking us questions. I mean, we don't even know the answer. Who's the interviewer? Who's the interviewee here? I, I like so this. I, so I got to tell you, John, you know, I think we've established that people need you when they're yeah. looking for a house. Yeah. Uh, but but I also think, uh, from what I was reading, what we were, you were sharing earlier, people who want to sell houses need you too. Absolutely. I Yes. 100%. Um, I think whether they need me or somebody else, they need... A realtor involved in the transaction. Okay. Um, truth be told, there are a ton of great real estate agents or real estate brokers out there. There's enough for everybody, but you need some sort of representation when you're buying or selling a house. There's no doubt about it. Seeing people make thousands and thousands and thousands of dollar mistakes just because they didn't want to hire a real estate agent. They didn't want to pay. They checked the wrong box. They they think that seller's contribution is going towards them instead of away from them. What there's they yeah they didn't want to pay three percent they ended up losing five percent or six percent so I mean big time financial mistake uh, a lot of times yes and there's not that many people around here that can really afford that big mm-hmm. loss well no. so here's the deal you truly you truly do lose out on money if you don't place your house in some way shape or form on the multiple listing service there's no doubt about that 
people that sell their homes by themselves aren't normally skilled in certain negotiating tactics and so or in negotiating at all think about how often a random person negotiates in their daily life not very often and so That's you fair. end up losing money based on your willingness to not push back when you need to push back or not take a step back when you need to take a step back. So okay. If you had a piece of paper, I'd sign it right now. He's really good at this. Yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is, where do I sign up? Exactly. So what if <laughs> you're... What, so, <laughs> next time you get buy a house, you can sign up. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so what if yeah. what if you're a realtor out there and you're looking for a home because you've been tired yeah. of yeah. all the games and all the selfishness with other brokerage firms and whatnot? What, what does the Gingrich Group offer somebody looking to kind of break through in that game and make a name for themselves. Yeah. So right now, because it is just me, the biggest offer that I can offer is somebody being there round the clock, just like I would be for somebody that sells a house. There's so many agents out there that are doing the average four, five, six deals a year that could be with a little bit of guidance doing 14, 15, 20, 25 or more a hundred deals a year. If they just had somebody with some, that could guide them. And so if you are uh, somebody out there looking for a home that would like to sell some houses and, and get better at that, let me know. Give me a call. And, uh, and, we can and talk if, you're, about that if later. you're wanting to list a house yes. or find a house. Find, list, buy, sell. I don't do much many leases, but okay. I'm your guy. And if you need a job in the real estate biz, yep. Gingrich Group is where you need to look. Absolutely. That's a good start and spot. Yep. Could be a good ending spot. I mean, what it sounds like is with the Gingrich Group, where dreams come true. I think that should be our tagline. You're welcome. Thank you. That's, Thank you. That's, <laughs> what more can we contribute? <laughs> you know what I mean? For, for, you know, for we're, that. I mean, we're here for you the way you're here absolutely. for all of us. He did talk about billing. I think that might go on the bill. <laughs> it <Yeah>. might. <laughs> and my boy, invoice line item number one. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Sure. So, ladies and gentlemen, John is going to uh, stay here with us as we discuss our topic today. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good one. It came up while I was on a vacation in California. Cali. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it, maybe this doesn't sound that great, but uh, danger. Ooh. You know, when things around you make you a little nervous. Mm -hmm. You know, what are the triggers? Uh, how do you go about keeping yourself protected? You know, that was... I tell you what, I uh, I just got back from California on on uh, was it Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday night, Friday Saturday night, morning, basically, yeah. And uh, you know, we stayed at a hotel that it was a decent hotel. It was a decent hotel. It was just not in the greatest neighborhood. Yeah. It really, shout out to La Quinta. Absolutely. Always looking for sponsors. Absolutely. <laughs> By window. By window. There's yes. The, there's the bigger name. They just bought La Quinta, a bunch of La Quinta. So was it La Quinta? A, was it a La Quinta? Yes, it was. It was a La Quinta. It was La Quinta by Wyndham. Yeah. Next to LAX. Or and you know what I appreciate about La Quinta? They're a progressive company. Yeah. You know, okay. in the age of the Me Too movement, it's not El Quinta, it's La Quinta. Uh -huh. It's an inclusive space. Is it? Well, it is. to be fair, it's always been La Quinta, it's never been El Quinta. SOS, who's still my own brain? Okay. So, uh, so where we stayed was in. Uh, if Hold you, on. Remind me what that means. The, like, where? what is that? Uh, SOS, who's is that's fair in Espanol. Oh, okay. Because here at Average Joe's Media, we believe in diversity. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. In Multicultural awareness. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yo soy un Average Joe. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. And uh, we speak a mucho español. Well, mucho poquito. So, uh, 
So I hit the sap button and got out of hand. It's okay. <laughs> so anyway, so what was on your skin is? I was not I was not in control of the of the hotel. Okay? Uh, my daughter uh, Did you own it? No, no, no. I was not controlling it in where we stayed. Oh. I did not purchase mm. or or rent the rooms. Okay, you were just the beneficiary. Tara's daughter or Tara's mother. Whoa, whoa, that's, <laughs> well, a, that's a Freudian you know, slip right there. Yeah, I'm not ready well, for that. We had a Father's She's Day only podcast. Fifteen. We had a Father's yeah. Day podcast about innocence. Yep. The next day, you go to California, you come back, and you're a grandfather. I'm a grand. I'm a thirty-five year old grand. That's not good. Darn those leftists. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought we were inclusive here. Well. well well, yeah, we are. <laughs> I, we probably cross a lot. But anyway, so uh, so Kelly, she got the hotel, and she wanted us to be near the airport. So when we landed, it would be a quick drop your stuff off. But we got there at 7 in the morning. Ooh. What hotels let you check in at 7 in the morning? Mm-hmm. I bet you La Quinta does. They did not. Okay, so, uh, so we had to drive around for a while. Well... We basically stayed. Can I say this real quick? Yeah, I'm a big fan of getting somewhere to your destination early. Just like, let's get the vacation started. Yeah, absolutely. I got a rent car. Our stuff was fine in the rent car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cranked up Miley Cyrus party in the USA. You guys were just cruising the streets. Yes, yes, yes. absolutely. So anyway, so she chose this hotel. Were you driving a 6'4"? In Inglewood. Inglewood, California. Now, if you listen to any of old Tupac Holla. or uh, or or any of that uh, era of music, Inglewood's involved in those songs. And so, anyways, if you're from Dallas, it's like the Oak Cliff of uh, of L.A. Yeah. Uh, it took us an hour to get anywhere, and it took us just it, to clarify. We are complimenting. We love Oak Cliff. Yeah, Oak Cliff's great. And so uh, that's my hood. So it's a, it's a great song. So we it took us it took us about thirty minutes to get out of places that there was nothing but barbed wire and gates covering every building on the street. Wow. Every single building. Yeah. It was the it was the most ramped I have been in terms of needing to like be aware of my surroundings. Well, it's just like driving off a walnut here in Garland. No, it no no. It was it was I've got a story. I've got to a story me it was tough. Walnut. To me, it was tough. I just, I, I hadn't been exposed to that area, that, that type of area, for that long in maybe ever. And so my, you know what, my, my alarms were up. You know, I, was, I had two 15-year-old girls, and uh, I didn't want anything bad to happen to them. Let's just face it. And so I felt, I felt the need to be on my guard, you know? Yeah. And so there's a couple things in this trip that made me think about what would what links would you go to if you had ever been involved in a in a bad situation like if you were involved in a robbery or you had maybe been the victim of like a shooting or something so i'm going this is the first time i'd ever been involved in something like this so i drove to the taco bell that was close to the restaurant just to get some some food cuz we wanted to chill and, and not eat anything well, cuz in california obviously make a run for the board <laughs> so anyways it was uh, it it had a serving plexiglass box where the door on the inside and a door on the outside like and the check cashing places it was like no, so like a box that you would get your medicine in at, at the CVS so you can't go you can't go in well this was the drive 
Oh, gotcha. Okay. Oh, but so there's no open air. The, the door did not, it was like a vacuum sealed, give you your food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it was probably half inch or more thick plexiglass covering the window apparatus there. And I was like, this is new. But you this can still go in, so I don't, you can I still don't go understand in. that. Though. You can still go in. And in this in this case, the uh, the counter and everything was fully exposed. You know? Right, yeah. So, but the drive-thru, they must have had an issue at the drive-thru. Right. You know, and they were like, well, this is maybe easy pickings for a drive-thru. Let's make it not so easy pickings. Well, don't you have to pay first? So I don't get this whole thing. Why would, why would they even have that? Well, if... Hey, you don't pay, you don't get your food. You know? Well, but I don't know if it was... If it was something more extreme that caused them to fortify this right. window. Oh, yeah, sure. You sure. see? Yeah. So I, I don't know what the <clears throat> circumstances were that this business owner said, you know what? We need a vacuum-sealed delivery system for our <laughs> for our drive-thru. But it caught me by surprise. Of course. And then I went to drop the rental car off. And right before we dropped the rental car off, I had 30 uh, minutes before we had to be at the, hotel, uh, the airport. So we went to the Jack in the Box right beside it. And it was completely encased. The counter, completely encased with plexiglass. That's like, two, like a Chase Bank. Yes, yes. And uh, it had two or three serving things with a door and put your food in, close the door behind you, open the door to get food. It was, it it made me a little wary. So that's, I mean, that's pretty unbelievable because I don't know of any time I've ever been in something like that, yeah, to that extreme, it I was, was gonna, it was big time. I mean, what what initially made me think of, or what it made me think of, was where we used to live, my wife Angela and I. So you brought up Walnut. We used to live at Forest in Aldelia. Ald- Ald- yeah. Forest was the southern border. Walnut was the northern border, and then you had Abrams and Aldelia on each side. Yep. Our little neighborhood was unbelievable. A great neighborhood, beautiful, like 1980s built. Uh, nice brick homes, anywhere from, you know, 2,400 square feet to 3,000 square feet, 3,100 square feet. Really nice houses. But if you ventured out of that neighborhood, it was rough. Very sketchy. Are you familiar with Whitehurst? Yes, of course. I'm, I'm shown many a house off Whitehurst. So we were... Uh, uh, Forest, uh, Forest Meadow Middle School or something like that right there. Yeah, Whitehurst so, and, so yeah. right when you turn off of... Uh, Skillman or Adelia. Yes. So yeah. there were some apartments over there. That was the second apartments uh, and, and the kid's mom lived yeah. in when Jordan came home. That, that was rough. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. rough. I stopped every morning at this gas station because they sold tomatoes. Great breakfast. Right? Yeah. You know, absolutely. The champions. Breakfast of champions. Tomorrow. Three tomatoes for a dollar and a, and a power. I'm getting some this Saturday. But. uh are very excited about it. There you it. go. But uh, the guy in the middle of the day got killed. Yeah. For 200 bucks. Yeah. The, yeah. We, the weekend we moved out, there had been a series of like armed robberies with uh, food delivery services yeah. and stuff. And a shooting at some club that was over there too. It was right. crazy. Dude, that area, I loved it. It's right. It's real close to Richland College. Yep. Um, Absolutely. For those of y'all that's in like Richardson, Dallas, if you're not from yep. around here. But um, so, but if, if you are for Saldelia, it's called Whitehurst and Skillman, yep. or Whitehurst and, and Abrams, I believe, or yeah, uh, Aldelia, one of the two. It, no, I think Aldelia turns off. So Abrams and Skillman, man, it can be pretty rowdy. But you go a few minutes south of that, or even right there, just the housing side, 
so again, some amazing houses. It's in Dallas. It's crazy. And I don't mean to bring this back to the houses, but that's just how this area is structured is, man, you've got a pocket of not good. And then you've got some really nice stuff that people pay a lot of, a lot of money for, but it has nothing compared to Jack in the boxes with three inch bulletproof, bulletproof glass. Right. So, well, so, uh, so my head soccer coach, Coach uh, McMurtry, shout out. There you go. Shout out Rowlett Eagles. Hello, yeah. Rowlett. Shout out. Right so out. he lives over off of Skillman and Audelia. Yeah. Area. And uh, and he he has told me about gas stations to avoid because yeah. there are that's the, the center of a fight between, the, yep. you know, they that's where they butt heads, you know. My wife was not... I did want not want her going to get gas at night. Yeah, around our house, which is kind of sad. Yeah, but yeah. I did not want to happen. It's just it's, it's it's so many things that that are triggers out there. So many things that make you raise your guard a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, I, well, I got a couple in that area. So, I've had the worst habit on Walnut in general of being approached by people demanding something. Yeah. So late night, preg- first pregnancy, mm-hmm. cravings. We go to that. Uh, I think it was a Taco Bell. One of those there ones. Was over taco in, taco in, Bueno. Yeah, Taco Bueno. Yeah, four. Yep. Uh, where it goes over six thirty-five. Yep. And uh, my truck had been broken into, mm-hmm. so I didn't have glass in the in the driver's side door. Mm-hmm. And so we're going through the line, and this was like a ninety-something Ford. It's had little running boards, you know, to mm-hmm. step into. Yeah. And uh, this woman, like, comes up, steps on the running boards. Oh, wow. She's eating a bag of uh, Doritos, those 3D Doritos. I thought it was just very interesting. She's eating a full-size bag of chips. 3D Doritos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like little uh, triangle pups. Yeah. With the, oh, the, the, oh, the they, look, oh they look like a solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a solid, yeah. 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 And uh, so we weren't behind that marketing, so, you know, it is what it is. That's fair. But uh, anyways, um, so she, like, just comes, puts her arm kind of in the truck. And she starts telling this story that she's trying to get back to Austin, and all she needs is $3. Yeah. Uh, oh. And I'm, so, uh, okay, so, so, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash. On ladies and gentlemen, this is the section of the podcast where, how do you feel about panhandlers? Yeah. Uh, well, I've I'm, I'm got something right there with you. <laughs> okay. And so, uh, and so I, I get her to go away, right? And so, I turned to the kid's mom at the time, and I said, uh, I said, you know what? If she needed three dollars to get home to Austin so bad, why is she eating that big old bag of chips? <laughs> well, I didn't realize that she hadn't stepped that far away. Oh, so wow. she comes back towards the truck, yelling, screaming, cussing at me, and oh, so we man. we swerved out. But uh, but in Garland, though, at the churches on Walnut. Oh yeah, yeah Walnut okay. and Jupiter. Or Jupiter yeah, yeah. So they never shout out to churches, but you that location just lets you know still getting sponsors. Yeah, still getting sponsors, but you might want to get some new help because they never had anything ready. So this time I'm driving a late models Crown Vic. They just never. Who goes that sponsor? Yeah, well, <laughs> just probably that one probably still not open. But uh, I, at the time I was driving a, a late uh, early '80s model Crown Vic. Uh, oh, did not have man. working air conditioning. Perfect for the area. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, that's a whole other story. But anyway, so. I'm waiting on the chicken to get done. I got I got twins at home now, you know, and, and uh, trying to get food home for the family, but waiting on the chicken tenders to then have any. So I'm sitting there waiting. I had the window down a little bit. So this this woman starts coming. She's got two bags of, of Long John Silvers. And uh, so I rolled the window up a little bit because I'm like, I just don't want to engage. Yeah. Don't want to deal. You don't want to deal. I don't want to. Today. You'd rather sweat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this 
and she's banging on the window, you know, and she's like, buy me some chicken, buy me some chicken. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't, I don't, I just bought chicken for my family. And I'm she not, had the bags of laundry ourselves. I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. And so I'm like, I'm like, so I don't have any cash on me. And she goes, well, I'm pretty sure they take plastic, son. Go buy me some chicken. And I was like, man, with all due respect, you're holding two bags of Long John Silvers. She goes, that's my shrimp. My babies don't get my shrimp. Go buy my children chicken. That was what she said to you? Yeah, that is exactly what she said to me. Wow, that's that's ballsy. That so is. I didn't know what to do because I'm generally non-confrontational. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll go buy you some chicken. And so then I let, she moved out and I looked like I was going back through the line and then I just left. <laughs> wow. wow, man, yeah. that's, that's a good Samaritan of you right there. Well, it wasn't exactly like, you know, I had like, you know, NOS or anything on the crown pick, you know, <laughs> I wasn't. That's true. You didn't, pull, was, the, you didn't pull the yeah. middle part up. And it didn't go very fast. She was, uh, she was a good size, uh, you know, you know good size lady, but I'm pretty sure she could have caught me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, you we, know, is that we were, she wasn't sparing the shrimp, okay? She was no, no, she wasn't. Yeah. not giving any. So, uh, so John, you have, a, you have a panhandler's story. Well, living where we live, that was a constant, right? I think that we got, we got baptized into that real quick. Um, just because, before we even moved there, we were at, there was a QT over there which I'm a big fan of QT. So if y'all want to sponsor like that. Shout out that, to Quick Trip. Yeah, I like Quick QT. Trip is top notch. Don't give me any racetrack. Don't give me any uh, 7-Eleven. I'll, I'll eat the okay, Like the occasional 7-Eleven? But I'm, Some of them aren't that great. No, here's the thing. But they're starting to be. Well, the 7-Eleven right off of uh, Abrams and 635, that's one that's not very great. Okay. That's yeah. not very good. Yeah. But that's what true. I judge the restroom or the, the, the gas, station. gas station on is the restroom. So you're a big fan of the Bucky's. Oh, I'm a huge fan of Bucky's. Yeah, Bucky's I mean, there's just not enough. But if I'm yeah. so, I, I'm driving a lot. There's one in Roy living. City now. Yeah, Roy that's City. Cool. I think then Melissa or something like. That. Shout out Carrollton. to Beaver Nuggets. There's one. Yeah. That's that's true. I think there's one like Carrollton off of. Uh, I think Carrollton. Maybe. Yeah. Well, oh no, no, it's area. What is North of McKinney now? Melissa. Melissa. Yeah. Melissa. 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 Yeah, Melissa. It's, Melissa. Yeah. it's it's in Melissa. I'm yeah, they're they're sure. getting they're they're getting closer yeah. to the the this area. But we like the thing about QT is now there used to be one every now and then. Now there's a lot of QTs. You you don't go very far and there's another one. Yeah, yeah. and for me, I need to go use the restroom sometimes, like when I'm driving around. Like everybody. Yes, mm-hmm. and so. I look for QT because they have clean restrooms yeah. and then the, some of the best hot dogs, corn dogs, and 49-cent ice cream cones that you can get. That's true. They have really upped their kitchen game. Yes. And so, dude, soft pretzels. A kitchen. Soft pretzels, whatever. I'm not a soft pretzel guy, but... You I'm, should give it... You should try the garlic parmesan pretzel. Okay. I'll get that from Do you like life. everything pretty, bagels? Pretty, pretty good. Uh, so, I've never had everything bagels, but I love bagels. So, so I would probably... The everything pretzel... Hold on, what is an everything bagel? Sorry. Is so that, it's got I like, you were saying that. Like you went from bagels to pretzels, you kind of well, jumped well, to Well, I was food trying there. to give them a comparison, but it's more common to hear everything bagel than an everything pretzel. I've never seen an everything pretzel. I've never heard of it either. Till QT. <laughs> everything so bagel about, is, is at QT? Well, no, everything bagel is a type of bagel. <laughs> but they have an everything pretzel. Yeah, no, this is getting really off yeah. topic. No, I love it. Right. Really, you just, really... Really, just nosedive that yeah. one, you know. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm doing. Well, I'm, gonna, it. I'm gonna answer the question now. It was I'm asked. doing it. So basically, an everything yeah. bagel though just has like all the different type of seeds, like poppy seeds, got some onion on it. Yeah, sesame Ooh. seeds, this, that, and the other. That sounds amazing. Wow. Throw some cream poppy cheese on seeds that. and, and onion. That's everything. 
Einstein's Brothers. Shout out another sponsor. Okay. Like, oh, they're Einstein Brother Bagels? Dude, they are top notch. Well, I, would, I, I, I would have not you. been a bagel guy. I have not oh, gone man. somewhere to get a bagel. I'm telling you, you need to go there. I need to go to Einstein Brothers you need, because and, and grab myself an everything bagel. Well, actually, if you go there on Mondays, you go there on Mondays, half price for their, their baker's dozen. What? So you get like, yeah, you get like 13 bagels, that two schmears, and six bucks on Mondays. So if you want to be a champion going into the office. What's a schmear? Schmear is what they call their cream cheese. Oh, I see. Okay, so literally you can go in there. Yeah, you go to the drive through or the drive through 13 bagels for $6? On Mondays. Really? Done. Dude, it's great. I mean, absolutely. And they have, they have bagel sandwiches. Yeah, well, that's what I like. You show the chorizo one? No, but I, I think oh. bacon, I'm bacon, cheese, and egg. Like, give me that with some green sauce and call it a day. That's fair. It's a hot dog bagel. So. It's crazy. So, how do y'all feel about. Bagel? No, no, no. How do y'all feel, getting back to somewhat of a topic, getting back to this panhandling thing, how, how do you feel about giving money to someone who's panhandling? Conflicted. Conflicted it depends. Big time. I'm growing more and more offended when people approach me with my kids. Okay. I had a situation one time where we were at the Walmart on Rowlett, in Rowlett. Okay. That's where we used to live. Yeah. And this woman was dressed in clothes that looks like you would wear if you were discharged from a hospital. Yeah. Uh, she had on some bandages and she had on a hospital bracelet. And um, she... She was dressed to the nines. She was... Yeah, she really was. <laughs> and I thought, you know, there, there's a good chance. that it, I mean, There's 50-50. Every I one of these cash. is 50-50. Well, this one, I felt more confident that this one could possibly be true. Because either that, I'm like, you want know hats off to you. Yeah. I got I got one that I, I feel like was 100-0. They did not need the money. But he gave her money. I'll tell you that in a second. Gave her money and then went on about it. And my son was like, why did you give her money? Like, it sure wasn't a scam. I was like, you know what? I had some on me. Hopefully, it went to good use. Right. So, a month later, same Walmart... Same lady, same garb. Oh no! Came up to me. I Gosh. I didn't acknowledge her existence. Yeah. Went to the car. Told the kids get in the car. But literally, uh, just this weekend, was it a Seven Eleven? Some guy comes up to me, starts telling me. Now this is the Seven Eleven on was it Pleasant Valley and Firewall Parkway? That's sure. The Tom Thumb. Sure. I don't know if you There's a Seven Eleven right there. Yeah. So he starts telling me the church he goes to, and then he, he's trying to make it home to Saxe. Mm-hmm. Well, Saxe's literally, like, not even a mile down the road. You That's could fine. walk to Saxe. So he needed $8.50 to buy a belt for his car that was overheating. None of this is adding up, but I, I wasn't, I was like, I wasn't in a great mood. I was trying to get air in the tires, get some place with the kids and stuff. Had some cash in my wallet. I give him $10, and I say, you know what, here you go, sir. I wish you the best of luck. Mm-hmm. Um and so, I was just, again, I'm trying to get out of the situation, right? Yeah. You see danger coming. You have your kids. Here, take this. Get away from me. Right. So, we go on. So, that's how you feel about panhandlers. Every single one of them is dangerous. Yeah, especially with my kids, I do. Okay. Because, I, okay. I mean, it's a stranger. I don't okay, know Okay, so you're, you're triggered at this moment. You're like, you're, you're redlining. You're saying, I got to redlining. I got to get. Well, I was probably redlining that day, but yeah. yeah. Well, without the NOS. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't hit the turbo yet. That's fair. Yeah. So, uh, so I was at, I've lived in this area for a long time. Um, since fifth grade, maybe we started in the Boulders apartments over there behind the Walmart yeah. off of uh, Duck Creek and Broadway. And, uh, that was when our first house over here was getting built. 
Well, so I've lived over here for a long, long time. Ultimately, ever since I started driving, I've been familiarized with this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, the panhandling that goes on at the Walmart, the QT, the racetrack, which the racetrack hadn't been there for a long time, but the QT had been there for a while, uh, has is very regular. And, you know, I wouldn't consider this to be a, a rough area. Yeah. I mean, for a, for a long stretch of, of houses and neighborhoods, there's not that many rough parts, in my opinion. Right. And so, uh, now, my opinion has now been influenced by where we stayed in California quite a bit, so it's a completely different perspective. But, uh, but this guy drove up to me, drove up to me in his van as I was going to my car. He had his wife and, like, I, I swear it was 12 children in this van. It may not have been that many, but it just seemed like it was packed to the brim. And he said, I need... Do you have any money? I need to get some money to go over. I think he called it Danny's Tires across the street to get a new tire for his passenger side. So he drove up to me, driver's side, and it was on his passenger side, hoping, I guess, I wouldn't walk around and check it, you know? Yeah. And so, but he said Danny's Tires, and I'm like, I've grown up in this area. There is no Danny's Tires, maybe anywhere, you know? There might be somebody's mom and pop shop called Danny's Tires. But I was like, it's not a damn these tires over. That was the first thing that went through my head. And I was like, you know, I don't have any money. And so what I did was I got in my car and I followed the guy. Just a little bit. I followed him and he went through the uh, QT parking lot that's connected to that Walmart. Mm-hmm. And came back into the Walmart parking lot. And I was like, this guy's just making a circle hoping he doesn't overlap people. Right. And so that one, I felt, you know, I felt real good about saying no to that one. But there's been a couple that I, that have come up. There's one guy had the had lid open to his truck or car truck, whatever, asking for eight dollars and something for a, a belt. And so whatever change I had in my cup, I always keep a cup of change. Yeah, I think that's pretty common. But yeah, uh, I just said here's a, here's all the change I got. That's all I got. Yeah. And so it may have been eight ten bucks, but you know he was gonna have to count it out. Yeah. You know. And then there was another guy that came up giving me a uh, a story about uh, uh, he was a marine an ex-marine, yeah. you know, and, uh, and he needed some gas to get home or something like that. And he was an older guy. So I was like, whatever, here you go. But, uh, you know, it, to me, it, it has nothing to do with, with race. It has nothing to do with gender. It has nothing to do with outfit. It has nothing to do with any of that stuff. I think it, I think the, the success rate is about the gut feeling of the person they're approaching. Right. That's all. That's all that I think that it has to do with. Because the, the, the gown helped you for a minute, but then it hurt you when you saw it again. You know what I mean? And then the, the guy who, the guy or the, the whatever, who grows out their beard and the hair and gets all grungy, you know, cuts holes in their stuff and then frays it, you know, maybe that's the clothes they have. Maybe it's for real on the side of the street, you know, right. coming down the highway, Centerville and yeah. 635, you know, someone always yeah, right there. Uh, and so, you know, maybe it's true. Maybe it's legit. Maybe it's not. It's all about a gut feeling. Yeah. You know. I think ultimately, man, I'm so jaded now because I lived in that for five years. Yeah. You drive outside of my neighborhood and you were in that. And every time you exited Forest saw Abrams, turned left onto Abrams, somebody was right there. And so I got real good at just saying no. Like, yeah. So very rarely do I 
give yeah. any money whatsoever. So your gut the, feeling is pretty much almost but, always. Well, but it's kind of, it's, it's sad because it's a hardened heart in a way, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, man, I'm not, I don't trust you anymore, right? Yeah. Because it's so often yeah. that I can't give money to everybody. So now I'm giving money to almost nobody. You have yeah. to catch me at a great, perfect yeah. time Absolutely. where I'm putting up my change from whatever I bought and I haven't put it into my money clip yet and I have it like right there and it's not in my pocket and I look at you and I for whatever reason think that it's very legitimate yeah. a very legitimate situation I don't think there it doesn't there there is no white black Mexican whatever it's everybody's doing it yeah. and so it it didn't matter to me Whichever one, it was basically a no. And it's sad because there are those that, man, they truly just need to get from Beltline to 635 or yeah. Beltline to 75 or whatever. But because it happens so often, I'm, I'm no longer triggered by that okay. at all because it's just, I, it's it's just, just a no. It's just a no. Yeah. And that's terrible. Well, it is, just, it is, but it's the nature of the beast. If I'm at 7-Eleven, though, for instance, or QT, somebody hits me up, hey, I need some food, boom, I'll go get you a hot dog. Like, that's me type of guy, right? Like, not, that, not I will the, do that. I have done that bucks. countless times. Yeah. Somebody says they're hungry, Yeah. come on in, get your food, get yeah. it, eat it. Yeah, yeah totally. And, cool. and I will pay for the food, because I'm probably going in there to get food, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Uh, if I know what it's going to... I'm a big fan. It was one time, it was a guy at uh, Dow Rock and, and, and 30. Mm -hmm. So we're in Rowlett going into Rockwell. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy comes up, hey man, could I get $5 for gas? I said, pull your car up. Yeah. And so I feel, I didn't fill him up, but I think I did 10 or 15 bucks just because right. I didn't have cash to give him. Mm -hmm. And I knew he wasn't going to take this cash and just put it in his stockpile if he had one. Yeah, you can't believe it. Right. And so... He had gas, and so I feel I feel way better about doing stuff yeah. like that. Uh, the QT and Rowlett, the guy sat down, was sitting down. I was like, "Hey man, could could you get me something to eat?" Yeah. I said, "Why don't you come in and pick it out?" He picked out a. <laughs> it was kind of funny. He picked out the White Castle box of burgers. Where there's like 15 burgers in there, <laughs> and uh, but they're you know they're the little slider yeah. burgers or whatever. Yeah. And it was only five or six bucks. But at for at first I was like, "Oh man, you got the most expensive thing in <laughs> yeah. QT," yeah. and it didn't end up being, but. Uh, but you know, he, he cooked them up in the microwave right there and then yeah. ate them just right outside. Right. I will do that 99 times out of a hundred. It's gotta be a rare occasion where I don't do that. You know what got me the first time you reminded me of that when you said you put gas in his car at, at another gas station, it was Christmas Eve. I was with Angela. We need gas Christmas Eve at a gas station. A guy says, Hey, I need five bucks for gas. Christmas Eve, everybody's in a giving mood. Yeah. I think I gave him the same thing. Like, hey, here's a 10. We're at the gas station. He needed five bucks for gas. Yeah. He grabbed the money and just drove off. He got his car. And, and just drove off. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that's, that, I think that's what got my heart. Right. The Christmas head. spirit just turned into that's the Grinch what, spirit. Yeah. That's, the Gingrinch spirit. Yeah. The Gingrinch spirit. That's <laughs> going to be my mascot. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, you know, and the game has gotten more and more progressive. 
First yeah. of all, it's a numbers game, as, as almost every business is. Yeah. The more volume you have, the more likely you are to make money. It's yeah. the same thing in advertising. The more people see it, the more people will buy your stuff. Right. The more influence you have, the more likely people are to listen to All this other stuff. And so uh, the more these people ask people, the more money they will ultimately receive. For sure. And so now, not only are they just asking in, in much higher volume, maybe much more frequent days, uh, they're now bringing their kids in this. Yeah. It's like a family affair now. Yeah. Have you have you ever been on like a road trip and you see the charter boat? Not charter boats. It's like a cargo van type yeah. of thing. And those, are, they, those are way different things. Yeah. Well, I've heard, I've heard it both ways. <laughs> and uh, so the kids get out and they're carrying around this blue tub. And I, I'm curious to know like what... There has to be somebody who started this pyramid scheme organization and they have stock in these same blue tubs and they're selling like stuff that you would like if there was an estate sale yeah. of like old things from like the secret Santa shop when we were in elementary school that. and uh, they're like, so the kids come up to you and there's some, there's usually grown men looking like pimps in the distance Yeah, and the kids like, hi, I'm young leaders of America. Raising money to go to Washington D.C. to blah 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 blah, and I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, you know, like if you really feel hard about it because like you don't want the kid to get in trouble. Yeah, you don't want the kid to get hurt. Yeah, but I'm not like this is stupid, and they think if if they're asking you to buy something, you, you know, feel better about it. Well, because I was at well, the, I will feel better about yeah, it. Yeah, but you the thing is, you're, buying, you're buying garbage. But it's not. But it's not just that. There's though. a banana bread. Like a, like a like a like a loaf of bread, sweet bread, some kind. Of, I think it was banana. I didn't need it. I bought it, but I didn't need it, and uh, I was a little a little wary. I had one of those one time. It yeah. was delicious. Was it? <laughs> it may have been good, but I put it outside. I was like, eh, I don't need it. And then a, there was one. I was like, keep your bread, give it to somebody else. Yeah. I was at a Wendy's one time, and this these these two came in, and I didn't know if we were about to get robbed or something. They came in and they started taking pieces of paper and they started passing them out to everybody in the restaurant and said, "We're deaf." Um, yep. you know, we're uh. trying to buy something. And then one time it was something similar, but it was kind of like, remember when we were kids going out of the West End? I've seen and, and, oh. and you, you know what I mean? And then you're, you're with the girls, right? And then the guy comes up and says, oh, lady, you know, pretty, pretty lady, would you like a yep. rose? Yep. And then she goes, oh, thank you so much. And then he pulls you aside. He's like, I made $25. I'm yep. like embarrassed you for yep. your date. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah, it's the same type of thing. But coming into a fast food restaurant, it's unbelievable. And I'm like, man, listen, if like, you know, like my, uh, if I'm balling here on a, you know, a four dollar, four dollar, four for four, yeah, or yeah. whatever, you know, <laughs> four, 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 four for four, I, you know, you're hitting me, you're hitting the wrong one up. Five yeah. Arby's sandwiches for five bucks. Yeah, man. It's like the brown. So, what do you think about? Because, um, because you know, technology. Yeah. It raises the game. I, I know it personally. Um, <laughs> you know, personally. Um, so the the whole uh, GoFundMe's, you know, I I I, I these are hard hitter topics, right? There, now. So there's a couple, yeah. and I, I, I'm, I'm going to bring this up from a good perspective for a second here. Uh, anybody who is listening, um, if you get a chance, check out our Facebook page. There's a GoFundMe for a classmate, a teammate from us, John Ross. Uh, any support you could throw him would go a long way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. So those where I feel like I know the individual yeah. and I know what's going on, I want to I want to support. But you do see stories yeah. of GoFundMe's. Like there was the one where the... Uh, big one. There was one. The vet, one. the woman and the, the, the couple helped the vet or something and it turned viral or something. But really, 
uh, there was just a big scam. Right. Or she bought him like a yeah. bought him a jacket at winter time or something. Uh-huh. You know, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was like a, I can't remember what how much exactly, but they raised a ton of money. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was the same one. So now there's what you're saying is there's the online. <clears throat> oh yeah. The the if there's a link and all they do is add a dollar to it, eighteen million of those is eighteen million dollars. Yeah, yeah, right. All you need is something to go viral, and you start having people share stuff. Because how many things do we mindly mindlessly like or share on Facebook and Instagram? Yeah, but how many how many things do we mindlessly click and put our credit card information on? Yeah, that's that one's a little. That's, that one's a little more thoughtful, See, but I and a think, little less though, impromptu. I think though that, that there's more and more people doing that type of thing, because yeah. I think a lot of people want to do nice things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's and, a good Samaritan complex. That's yeah, what it is. I feel like I, I feel like it'll be returned to me, you know, double absolutely. or whatever. That's, absolutely. What's well, like anytime you go to Tom Thumb, right? Like, how can I not like? Yes, of course. Five, take five dollars. Like, I want. I, I don't want children to die of cancer. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, so another experience that I had in uh, in California was on Hollywood Boulevard. There was uh, apparently I'm sure you had a couple experiences. There was there area. was a couple. So uh, it was it was at least eight. Okay, I said no to four people, and apparently was feeling real generous to the other four. Uh, but uh, they they're self starter artists. And they have a CD, and this is this one caught me by surprise. Uh, they just came out, hey man, how you doing? Here's my CD. I'm I'm trying to get started. Listen to my music. Check it out. Blah blah blah. And uh, I was like, oh thanks, man. I started walking away. He's like, is there anything you can do for me? <laughs> and I was like, I don't have any cash. And uh, he's like, ah, oh, he took the CD back from me. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, all right. And so, so well, so four people. I told I didn't have any cash. Well, the other four accepted Venmo or uh, That's exactly PayPal what I was going to say. I've had that happen. And so they're like, I, I accept Venmo. Or they had the little square card reader app. Yeah, right. And I was like, so I, well, you got me. Here's you the know? thing. I'm all for, well, I'm not going to say I'm all for that. But I think that that is much better than... The panhandling yeah. or whatnot. Giving something it. and trying yeah. to promote it. I'm and I'm not even saying like don't point the the shady West End stuff where right. you give it and then ask for something. Oh. It's like well, that's what every single one of them. That's what I'm, yeah. So so just be promoting. Hey, I've got these CDs for sale. Obviously, your your sales are probably going to go down by doing it that way. Yeah. But at least it's a little bit more legitimate. Yeah. And at least you are out there. Providing some sort of value for the dollar or five dollars or whatever that I'm going to give you. Yeah. Just like the guy on the side of the street that used to be selling roses back in the day, now he just has their hat, his hat out. Yeah. Whereas before, man, if I was driving home and there was some, well, not me personally, but if my dad was or whatnot, because I don't think they've been doing this since I've been yeah. romantic, romantic with anybody, but like, I guarantee you, I'll be romantic buy- with John. Just one one lady. Okay, good. She's, sweet. she's good. a sweetheart. She's beautiful. That's good. She's a uh, beautiful. Yeah. Um, she's mad that our dog's pissing in uh, in the uh, in the closet, though. Oh, so, that lady's a little scared. Yeah, she, she just texted me and said, get some baking soda on the way. Dog way. knows mama's yeah, mad. Yeah, so, so maybe he'll out. come out of the closet. Yeah, me. so anyways, but I, I, feel like, I feel like I'd be much more apt to get a rose... Yeah, and, uh, you, you, you can take that rose home to the missus. 
yeah. and uh, and say, there's a, there's say a, I love you. I was thinking about you. I there's a value those. trade there, right? Yeah. Versus just, yeah, the, I'm sorry the dog juice in the closet is portable. Yeah, the, bar, the, the bartering <laughs> aspect is way more uh, highly valued in, in everybody's mind than, than yeah. just giving. And I, you know, I think that there's there's a little bit of there's really there's good aspects to just being able to give money. Yeah. There's good aspects to being able to get something in return. Yeah. I think the uh, I think the biggest qualification of all this stuff is what is your expectation, right? I mean, if you're expecting your money to go to something valuable, good, get something in return, then you're not giving anything. You're expecting something. Well, but you aren't. Don't you just want it also to align with, like, your morals in a certain way as yeah. well? Like, you don't want it to go to cocaine use or right. weed or whatever. Absolutely. You know, so you don't, or even smoking or alcohol if you don't drink mm-hmm. alcohol or whatever, right? Like, so you want it to go to something good, even if you don't give anything back. Right. And so the other thing, the thing that I try to do, and this is very, very difficult, especially whenever it's asking for money and not, there's nothing there, just a handout of some kind, is, uh, is if I was in this situation, you know, if something happened to my job yeah, yeah, and yeah. I needed money big time and I, you know, kind of felt like I had to go door to door or car to car or whatever, what would I hope people would do for me? Yeah. You know? And so... I struggle with that aspect because I've had some friends reach out and I've helped them out. You know, Joe, you've had some friends reach out. You've helped them out. Uh, I'm sure in, in some capacity, yeah, you're, you're in that same boat. And so uh, if you reached out to your friends, you would hope that they would help you, right? Absolutely. And so what happens when you have to reach out to a stranger because you've, because you've exhausted the friend option? Right. Or you feel like you're overbearing towards your friends? Stuff like that. And so it's very, very tough. But all this stuff, all this stuff basically make you feel like something's off. Mm-hmm. You know? Is it the neighborhood? Is it what the person looks like? Is it um, how the mood you're in that day? You know? Is it who you're with? You mentioned that. If you're with your kids, yeah. you, you get elevated. Uh, I'm sure when you're with your wife, if, sure. if you're in a, an area that's a little... It's to a little bit run down. Hey, here's this. Like, absolutely. It's you know the first thing that's in your mind is is danger. Yeah. And I will tell you that there were three guys that walked into the Jack and Box right in front of me and Tara and Taylor, and I almost did not walk in. But that's so bad in and of itself. I know. But then I saw the glass around the entire counter, and I was like, well, maybe my first instinct was all right. Yeah. Right. You know. And then. We were at the hotel. There was this car that drove around the parking lot two or three times. They were there to pick somebody up. And I know the reason why they drove around was because the attendant was like, you can't keep a car here. There's only one entrance, one exit. There's only two lanes, and they're tight. And so you you got to go around and come back in. And if he's not ready, you got to go around and come back in. But the only guy that got out of the car was a guy in the back with dreadlocks. Yeah. Backseat, the third person, waiting for the fourth person. It looked like something you see in a movie where these guys were picking up some dude and they're, they're off to no good. It's it, that's what it felt. And I was dressed in all yellow that day. And <coughs> so your Hogwarts. That's right. We were, we were going back to universal and, uh, and I have this clip that I'm sure I'll put on social media. That's I from, uh, that, the yeah. internship that says, uh, 
Hufflepuff on three. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. I got a whole bunch of Hufflepuff stuff, and my daughter's like, you're not going to wear that. I'm like, okay, bet. Yeah. So I wore it all, and I'm walking around just like looking like a banana the whole day, and it started at the hotel. And I was like, I hope I'm not breaking some kind of code around here because I may not make it home. Because I walked out, that car was sitting right, that car was sitting right by the exit door. And I walked out, they looked at me, and I was like, I'm pretty sure they knew you weren't repping the wrong color. But well, yeah. probably, but I didn't know if anything's changed. Okay? In the whole red and blue situation, I didn't know if it's extended to, because there's another, there's another, uh, well, group of people that I don't know if, if they have a specific color, okay? And I don't know what their name is, but I've heard it. Anyways, it's getting bigger here in, in Dallas. But uh, but anyways, I was just, I was just. They, <laughs> I'm curious for a future episode. Man. No, that's fair. But I was, I was thinking, hopefully, I'm not crossing the line right now. Because first of all, number one, now they know I'm a tourist. <laughs> now they know I'm not from around there. there. Did you give anybody average Joe's media swag? No, no, I did not. I didn't but you were it. wearing a hat. No, it was a it was a Hufflepuff beanie. Okay, good. Not the average Joe's media hat. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Uh, the average Joe's media hat was the next day when I had regular clothes. But anyways, and the other thing about the Jack in the Box, these guys were wearing completely neutral white shirt, gray black pants, or gray shirt. Everything. Their shoes. Or white, black, or gray, uh, and I'm in there with a red, like a like a maroon T-shirt, you know, because it's, I mean, that's a, a shirt I wear coaching all the time, right, right. and I think nothing about this, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I feel like I'm just crossing lines the whole time. I felt like I was just crossing some kind of line because it was out of my element. Yeah, the entire time, I just felt like I was out of place, and so it just it spiked. My blood sugar, my blood pressure, my blood sugar, yeah. my it spiked everything. Whatever was in there that, that could be spiked, my heart rate, yeah. it spiked, yeah. and I it just I, it was it was tough to get through until we got to Universal Studio. Yeah, and then I fit in. You know, yeah. I was wearing the Hawaiian shirt, so everybody's yeah. there wearing something touristy. Right. You know, I think it could even be in places that you deem safe. We were uh, a group of of us at work had been we've gone out to a series of dinners because we have some people that are leaving the company and someone's leaving the country and so we had uh, gone out to, to kind of celebrate and have some time together and with traffic around the area we had kind of carpooled in my car so we were going back to the office to to drop two of the folks off at, at, at the car they were going to be taking home and our building's right next to a church right next to a major intersection well lit but there was there was a jeep parked there and it made no absolutely no sense and like radars triggered uh -huh. Yeah. Something's off about this. It doesn't belong. Um, and so then we circled, we made a block, came back, was still there. And so uh, one of the two passengers was the same way that me, the, was like, I want to go, I'm, I'm tired, I want to go home. Take me to the car, I'm done. I don't, what's going to happen? And so the other one was like, oh no, we're not. <laughs> you know, you know, and I'm like, well, I mean, I got two pocket knives in the car. I'm like, what's going on? So we made that, we made the, made the block one more time car was still there they had an interior line it looked super suspicious and as we we pulled up i just said well, okay well i'm going to come in i'm going to kind of block the car a little bit yeah. and so they the people can get out and get to there safely but as soon as we came back again that car like peeled out of the parking lot speed bumps and all nice <laughs> just no i have no idea what bump. you're like what they, they wanted to elevate a little bit yeah <laughs> now something's going on 
Well, when I first started driving, uh, y'all seen that Fina off of Northwest Highway in 30? Yep. Famous Fina. Oh. what we call it back in the day. I think it still is a Fina. I think it is. And so, uh, this was my first, uh, it was like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. I was driving home from something. I don't know what it was, but I was like 16, 17. I, I was in my first vehicle and, uh, there were three black SUVs in this parking lot. They were, you couldn't see in them. There were three SUVs. One was at, one or two was at the parking spaces. What was like one in the parking space, one at the pump and then one out by like the tires. Okay. And those were the only three cars in the parking lot. And you know what? I'm just not stopping like that. Yeah. I moved. I moved on. And but I talked You're to trying that. to find a QT. I was just, I, sh- <laughs> I should have been looking for a QT, but my engine, my my gas light was on. Yeah. And I was I was not aware of the excess gas past yeah, the yeah, yeah, the yeah. empty mark, and so I did not know how much further I would get. Back there. in the day, there was no zero miles till empty or five miles. Well, that's <laughs> that's fair, but. I ended up making it to Broadway and 30 where there's yeah. at least four or five other options yeah, yeah, of yeah, gas yeah. stations. But, uh, but I was talking to my dad about that and he's like, Oh yeah, there's been plenty of stuff going on at that FINA because it's not very well lit. Yeah. It is very few people live around there. It's just a couple duplexes and, yeah. then, and then a little further back you go, uh, there's nothing across the street from it. There's nothing in the field to the right of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's a jack in the box, I think, that's attached to it, yes. or something like that. Yeah, it is jack in the box, and uh, and so it's a it's a potentially easy target. Yeah, and so that that night very well could have been some sort of robbery or something mm-hmm. going on at that place, and I almost stopped there to get gas, and I'm really glad I didn't. Not to change subjects, but kind of along the, that line right there. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> King of the tangents over here. But yeah, that's good. Y'all are like, are y'all interested in the butterfly effect at all? Meaning, do you know what that is? Well, I've seen the movie. Seen yeah, the movie. So yeah. essentially, I like the movie. A lot of people didn't. The pre- oh, I love the movie. Yeah, okay. Essentially, is the premise. The premise is like a butterfly flaps his wings over here, and it affects everything else yeah. in life. Right. So truly, every decision you make, every decision you make, meaning, and what I'm getting at is, you stop at that fina, something happens to you, and now we aren't sitting here today, right, right. doing this podcast, and right. who Absolutely. knows what we're doing, and maybe I get in a wreck because I was. Not driving You were looking at the flowers that were being sold the last time. Whatever, you know, I was headed somewhere else and not headed to the average Joe's podcast. Right. You know? So like everybody's life is affected. I truly believe this because you didn't stop. Because of that Phoenix. Because of the decisions I made at that. Yes. Yes. Wow, okay. I don't know what that has to do with what we were talking about, except (laughs) for the fact that I didn't stop the butterfly effect. Okay. Okay. We should have a whole, y'all should have a whole episode on the butterfly. Well, I gotta tell you, I think you're gonna have to come back. Yeah, I mean, this might, this may have to be like a regular, you know, once a month. I'm getting one, Once every couple of weeks thing. You know, depending on your schedule, that is. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, the housing market is in boom one season and then nine another. Season. Yes, for sure. It could be like daily in, in December. When well, and at, after uh, all the uh, the average Joe's listeners out there listen to this, we know Woo, you're, we know you're going to be busy. I'm going right. to be busy. You're going to be busy. That's true. That's you're going to have some calls, make some appearances, you know, everything. Absolutely. Yeah, a little bit. You know, hey, yeah. I heard you. I'm, I'm going to need you to guest on my podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I definitely he's got to be a special guest when we have our... Right. One year anniversary special. Yeah. When when will that be? I think that'll be in November, my November, friend. November, like After, right around Thanksgiving. Right around Thanksgiving, yep. Yeah. Oh, so what qualifies as a season for y'all then? Because this is season two, right? Yeah. So not year two, but so we're still in year one. We right? were, we're we technically were, in year one. We started in 2018. 
Right. So seasons, we were going uh, approximately three to four months. Oh, gotcha. But then we kind of took a little bit of a hiatus because uh, soccer season's busy for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, we both ended up moving. Yeah, we both moved um, residents. It was a big... Residence. Did y'all call a realtor? Or no. <laughs> no well, he's, he's, so Joe's renting. I'm, I'm renting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, my, I'm, I'm renting or purchasing. We don't yeah. even know what the deal is with my parents yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, no, up. I mean, I've seen. No, but I have, I have used John yes. you know, with the Williams Real Estate and Construction. Yes, uh, the average broker did use me. Yeah, no, no. I'm seriously considering, but the old average Joe has a below average credit score. <laughs> oh yeah. So he's yeah. gonna have to, uh, right. you know. And you know Hashtag what? I know somebody and you know, that. I mean, if you look at the if you look at the name of the podcast, John fits right in. All we got to do is put an apostrophe yep. between the O and the S, and he could be an average Joe. This could be. He really could be. I mean, if <laughs> if things worked out, butterfly effect and all. Yes. So I, it was. So I'm going to tell you funny. I don't know if you'll find this funny or not, but one of my most f- funny memories from school. Oh, I think we had oh, we had world boy. history together. One second. Yes, sir. I've been told by so many people. That I was not the best guy in high school. I thought I was pretty good, but my wife tells me that arrogance was too I, much. I hear the same thing about, about myself. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think. I hope this is not like one that fits that. No, maybe, maybe it's a, maybe no, it's no, a baseball no, thing. Well, no, I, I told Josh you know, this. I, I obviously, I think you know, I probably we were the closest, right, for growing sure. up in high school, yeah. but. Um, he was I, nervous about this too because of oh so nervous. But uh, no, you sincerely though. I mean, I, you were a confident person, mm-hmm. but I think you were very nice, and I think not just. Um, you hear that, Dells? Yeah. yeah, he was a great guy. Obviously, you married him. Yeah, but um, she figured, figured it out sooner. I mean, later, sooner, yeah, yeah. Than she finally arrived at the right destination. That's right. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, I thought you were a good guy, man. And I, from what I could tell, uh, you usually. Uh, from everything I saw, always treat people with respect and kindness yeah. and stuff. So, what was the what in world geography though? Or yeah. So anyway, so was well, because you're Greek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your oh, heritage Lord. and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think I had a class for you. There's a couple. Here. There's a couple tales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 My favorite Greek person I know. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, now I was playing. But no. So we, we need some heroes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, well I'm going to get something similar <laughs> to that. But so no, we had to do something for Mr. Williams or whatever. And we brought yeah. something from around the world over, but like you brought, like, I think your mom's baklava. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, that was, that was the first time I'd ever had that. I hadn't had it again since last summer. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I'd never had it before either. Yeah. And for the longest time, I never really saw it around anywhere. But anytime I ever saw it and got it, I immediately thought, how about that? That's like, man, this is so good. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think it's ever been as good. Is what I had. I've been telling her for years if she needs to sell that stuff. It's, it's really, really good. We'll let her come on the podcast. Yeah, I'm just having her bring a tray she and we'll be. sample it, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and give a, a food review. Yeah. And then yeah. blast yeah. it out, you know, Jacoba's baklava. That's it. Yeah. Jacob baklava. <laughs> Jacob baklava. And, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's crazy. There's actually a Harry Greek Bach. There's actually a Greek <laughs> food festival every year in Dallas. Yes, there is. I got invited to that because I tutored a girl whose dad is like full. Mm-hmm. Full blood Greek. Uh, her grandmother uh, owns something that that yeah. she makes pastries and stuff. They invited me to it and bought me whatever I wanted. Yeah, it's right uh, Hillcrest. Yes, yeah. at, at the uh, the Greek Orthodox Church yeah. uh, grounds. Yeah, so pretty cool. And it yeah. was 
it was they got some great dancers. It was out pretty there. neat. Yeah, and she was like, one of the dance. She's she yeah. was a drill team member, a pace setter at uh, JJ Pierce. Oh yeah, and so she was one of the dancers and all the and all the stuff. Small yeah. Greek world. Yeah, well, um, clearly. So there's a guy named John. I don't remember his last name. So if you if you're listening to this, John, I apologize. Another John. John, John Scott was here. Yeah, but uh, the, the owner of Chubby's. Yeah, so that's like one of my parents' favorite spots because they have Greek stuff on the menu. Yeah, so my father-in-law designed the newest restaurant and become really good friends. He's an architect. Okay. Really good friends with John and so has done a lot of other projects for him and stuff. And so they love each other. You know, they're great friends and stuff. And yeah. so they did a soft opening for that location yeah. and the whole family got to come and, and it was really nice. But he like, he phoned in lamb. It was just, it was oh, really yeah. great. Yeah. Where, where is this new Chubby's? Well, it's not new. I don't think it's new anymore, but they're the, the location off of... Uh, There's one off Northwest Highway. That yeah, my Northwest Highway. All the time. That's yeah, the one. That building. That's oh, that's the one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the new Chubby's that was built 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, because yeah. I mean, even though we're like in our mid-30s, isn't always like... Oh, man. It doesn't seem like half these things happened 15, 20 years ago. Absolutely. Because gentlemen, in a week... Graduating high school. Yeah, well, in a week, Felt like the other day. my oldest is going to be 16. Oh, that's true. He... He shared his, the first driving lesson on Facebook. Yeah. Like, oh my! Yeah. So you have yeah. a fifteen-year-old. Yes, she'll be you, she'll be sixteen in October. And yeah. you have a sixteen-year-old. Oh, yeah. A junior in high school, my. John. Yeah, and that's, and so because so mine was like, born after September first, she'll be a sophomore. So literally, the not you and I, but and not you and I so much, but your girls are older than we were when we met, essentially, right? So. Like what I'm trying to say is, like, it's well, I think it's that, a product of we had older siblings. Yeah, but we are going to be having, like, they're going to be having these conversations with their friends 20 years from now about what it was like in, in high school, and we were having these conversations in high school about. No, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It, that yeah. is nuts. Y'all. And then, yes. my I mean, twins, that's awesome. My twins are going to be 14 going into eighth grade, and that's been. Wow. Completely surreal. So how crazy is this? Like people say, man, at you know, whatever. So you'll be 40 <laughs> and everybody will be gone. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Which is like, it's hopefully, kind of, it's, hopefully, it's hopefully, kind of hopefully, great, it's kind of great. But it's well, kind hoping, of maybe hoping, not, uh, but, hoping that, uh, you know, one of our, you know, I mean, if you're out there listening, what exactly are you hoping for, a, Joe? I'm hoping <laughs> someone's going to put a ring on it again, okay? Oh, and so oh. then I'm going to ride off into the sunset. Wow, I'm so, well, taken that one off the dock. Enjoy a second act, you know what I mean? Wow. Okay. You got plenty of you got plenty of time, age-wise. I mean, that's a uh, man. That's, that's see, because I think forty is a common second uh, relationship. Age. At our age, I truly feel like I thought when we were eighteen that 35, 36, 34, whatever, it was going to be so old. Yeah. <laughs> I could not feel the opposite of that. I mean, so you I, still feel young. I feel very young. Wow. Like I, mm. I feel. You feel alive. I, I do feel like, uh, yeah, I ache a little bit more and it's yeah. harder to recover and all of that stuff. But I feel a lot better than I thought I would whenever I was. That's fair. That's fair. fair. Was he mentally? I technically heard it both ways, but that's fair. Yeah, right. Well, so, so. That's all that you got from <laughs> high school Spanish was how to say Spanish in Spanish. Well, but I took German with Mr. Williams. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, that's fair. Well, ladies I, I and could gentlemen, look it up on Google, but I wouldn't be able to pronounce it. You could, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. First of all, I want to I want to say thank you to John and and the Gingrich Group yeah. for coming out, giving us a little bit of what they got to offer. Uh, and you know, whenever you're out and about, just what triggers you? What makes you feel like something's unsafe? Is it unsafe, or is it just your imagination? Who knows? I don't. Neither do I, until you're there. John, thank you so much. You bet. Thanks, guys, for having me. It was an, it was an awesome time. My Absolutely. Pleasure. Until next time, I'm the Average Joe Boo. I'm the Average Joe. And I'm the Average Jacob. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> until See next you. time. Bye. Keep it clean.